Common Dialogue at Healing Networks. So we're back on a podcast once again, and we have the awesome and very beautiful Julie McDonald. Julie, how are you? Oh, I'm very well, and thank you for that amazing introduction. (laughs) Absolutely welcome. Julie, can you share with us what you've done? Um, what you're doing, where you've been, what you've seen. Share, share with us some, some awesome things that you've been doing. Yeah, sure. So to give a little bit of a background on me, I started to swim when I was about eight years old because we used to go to the beach a lot and mum wanted us to be strong swimmers and I loved it. So I immediately wanted to pursue a career in swimming and I'd heard about these things called the Olympic Games and I thought that they would be pretty great to go to. And it really started me on a journey that for the next, you know, sort of 18 years, uh, I I committed myself to the sport and driving for the excellence that I could get, Uh, you know, win, lose or draw. You know, it was a, I guess it set me up for a lot of things in my life. It, it, It showed me how determined I could be. It showed me how my personality that still today, I still like being recognized and, and I get thrilled when people come up to me and say that I inspired them when they were younger and, you know, and that something that I did almost 30 years ago can still inspire people. And for me, when I was doing it back then, I had no idea. I just did it because I loved it. And, you know, naturally competitive person. I guess from there, I, you know, I just went into normal work. I did probably about 10 different careers. I would get pretty bored with things I always loved a new challenge and you know I've done everything from running my own business speaking from charity work working for charities an air conditioning estimator uh, which is very random but I loved it uh, because I could draw every day and uh, to salesperson and you know it's sort of what was always things that were different and there was always that challenge in each and every one of them but it would get to a point where I don't think I felt the recognition that I had in my previous career. And I think that's where a lot of athletes struggle and they, you know, they're never going to get accolades of what you did at the Olympics or Commonwealth Games or anything like that. So it's about, for me, it was about, you know, looking for that all, all the time. And once I recognised what I was doing, I started up my own business and then I knew that I could have to challenge myself and that I would have to you know, give myself that accolation and reward and find what that was. Yeah, excellent. How far did you go with swimming? So I competed at two Commonwealth Games and two Olympics, uh, two Pan Pacific Championships, two World Championships, uh, a Goodwill Games, which was really exciting to be part of. That was uh, really nice. I, I got invited to international meets and I won medals at at pretty much all of those, except World Champs. I didn't win medals at Wells, but uh, Commonwealth Olympics, Pam Packs. Um, I set the Commonwealth record in 1987 and I held that for 21 years. And that was probably my one of my favourite achievements uh, at the fact that it stood for so long. For me, swimming was about testing myself and seeing how fast I could go. And it was about, you know, trying to always do something better. Training, when it came to training, it was, you know, I'd set myself lots of goals and silly things, you know, like anyone that's swum a lap of the, you know, done laps of the pool, they know how boring that black line can be. And so for me, it was about, you know, if I had to do 10 kilometres every session twice a day, how could I make that interesting? How could I make it fun? 
And so I would play games in my training. So I'd, I would be the first person to dive in, the last person out. If we did 9.6 kilometres, I'd do an extra 400 metres to make it 10 kilometres. I would um, race people in training, pretending that I'm competitors and try and beat them in training and like things like that that made, for me, made training fun. And everyone else thought I was a lunatic. <laughs> but that's great. It's good that you have or had that ability to be able to do what you needed to do at that time um, and to create little games and improvise to keep yourself motivated and focused as well. Yeah, it's it's hard, you know. It's um, I think it's a lot easier when you're a child to be, motivated, to be motivated because you don't have, a lot, have a lot of responsibilities. Of you don't have to um, worry about earning a living or anything like that. I think a lot of us get stuck in ruts, you know, we kind of just get into that routine of working for somebody and, and we lose sight of what our goals and what our dreams are. And for me, I love tapping into people, what they're passionate about, you know, and if they could do something that was a lot, that aligned with their passions, could I help them achieve that? And for me, that's the most rewarding thing is when I get these messages from people saying, you know, I'm loving what I'm doing. You've given me my spark back. I, I can't believe that I'd forgotten what it was that I wanted to do and what I'm passionate about. So for me, for me, it's just it's tapping just, people back in and reminding ourselves and getting back involved in our life because a lot of people forget to live life. They just do their routine and they're not, you know, rewarding themselves for doing a great job they're, or their boss is not rewarding them and so then they get stuck in that rut and, they, and then they get disillusioned with life and they get fed up and cranky and frustrated and, and so then what I like to do is if I can come in and say, you know, what are you passionate about? And for some they just they really have to think because they'd lost it, you know, they'd forgotten. Um, it's like we were saying before about you know, people come into this world, we've all, we are all gifted with the ability to be psychic, but it's trained out of us, or it's pushed out of us. There's so much other things that are trained and pushed out of us as we grow up. Passion's one of them, and I want to reignite that in people. So, Julie, going back to what we were talking about, about sometimes people not being able to remember or find their passion and the things that they love or where they want to follow their heart do you think sometimes that might be a fear of stepping outside of their comfort zone absolutely it, it it's almost like they get told have a get a job work for somebody make a good living look after your family you know get married look after your family and particularly women right they get stuck in that routine and they, they get overwhelmed you know they think how how could I ever incorporate anything else that I wanted to do because I've got to do all this other stuff for everybody else. So I think they get to that point where it totally gets pushed out of their mind or so suppressed that they just do what they've got to do um, to get by. Then when you say to them, what are you passionate about? They've got, oh, I've not had to think about that for a while. And so then it, it, I have to say to them something like, okay, so get rid of all the stresses, get rid of all the things that consume your mind if I dumped a million dollars into your bank account tomorrow, what would you go do? What would you do that excites you? And then they go, oh, oh, okay, yeah, well, oh, I'd really love to do this. Oh, I'd really love to, to 
you know, help save something or, you know, and whatever it is that they is they do, they want to do. And it, that's when they start to, to start dreaming again and getting them excited about life again and saying, well, okay, let's, let's work out how you could do that or, uh, yeah, so it, it is, it's challenging for them because um, they would have to get out of their comfort zone and, you know, a lot of people don't like that. <laughs> um, it's something, you know, even I struggle with out of my comfort zone. You know, there's there's some things on that to-do list that just, you know, get pushed to the next day and then, you know, I give myself a, you know, a bit of a talk and say, you know, what are you passionate about, Julie? What will making that call make a difference to somebody? And for me, that's what, that's what it's about. So, you know, we all struggle through that at times, but it's just learning how to get through that. So that, what you were just talking about there, Julie, is that part of the projects that you're working on at the moment? Yeah, so for me, um, swimming gave me, uh, I always believed that it's all about timing and, you know, I never meet anyone for um, by coincidence and we're always given challenges to start us on a new path and, it's, you know, it's like that sliding doors, do you take this road or do you take that road? And it's got me to a point now where through an injury and um, through some healing that I can now help others with, with their healing and um, to help them lead a better life that is pain-free and, you know, that's more manageable. And because there's so many people out there in pain or they're suffering or they're injured or they're unwell and, and so I think through my own experiences, I've been able to do that and I can incorporate the coaching into that as well and, and, and help them get excited by life again. And, you know, I, it's funny, I, you know, I've had two marriages and unsuccessfully and I would have so many people come to me with their marriage problems and I was like, was is it is it written on my forehead that I've had you know two marriages and that you know I've I've learned how to communicate better, and so I you know, say to people you know it's all about communication and it's about understanding that a male communicates differently to a female, and just being patient and learning that patience and you know and I and I seem to help people with that and and I just I love that you know and and I've always been involved in charity so I love helping people. And so I think what I'm doing now is, you know, setting me up for a path to be able to help a lot of people, you know, in, in many ways that um, from mindset to, to health. You said something there that I completely resonate with and that I loved. And this is actually something that I teach in my workshops, interestingly enough, on a different level and obviously something that's spiritual and metaphysical, that when we're helping others when we're healing others for whatever reasons law of attraction you'll find as a reader or a healer or, or, or any kind of coach you'll attract people just like how you were saying before you know you'll get people that are coming to you about you know marriage issues or needing some sort of relationship advice and you're like what do i have this on my forehead it's interesting because spirit actually aligns that for a reason we end up using our life experience to coach others that are going through the same thing but the art of spirit is that as we're healing and coaching them, we're also healing and coaching ourselves. Um, people that come from a similar background or similar issues that need similar help coming together 
and that's where that aligns. So that happens very commonly and very frequently in psychic mediumship. It, it's interesting, and, and you know, I, I guess you know, I mentioned to you before that I'm um, where I am on my, on my path, and I, I think I had the same. You know, I, I tapped into the law of attraction a lot a couple of years ago. I attracted my partner into my life. Um, he ticked 34 out of 35 things that I had in a list of things that I wanted in a man and uh, it was, you know, and, and I think it's an intention, you know, so, so we're, I'm very good with intention, so I, helping people set their intention, focusing on that and then, you know, we do, we have people walk up to us and say, um, oh, I, I've got a, a, a rotator cuff problem, I've got this, I've got that and, and Sasha, my partner and I will look at each other and go, like, where did that come from? You know, but listen, we've got something that may help you, you know, and we laugh about it, but it, you're right. It's so much about that we believe that, you know, yeah, absolutely, where people are drawn to us because of that or someone's guided them to us. And, and I love that, you know, and I'd, I'd love to explore that more and learn more and, you know, be able to not need a medium to be able to get my own messages, <laughs> maybe get my own messages myself. But it's, you know, we're all in a different, um, in a different part of our life. And, you know, I really, I'm really loving the uh, spiritual connections that I'm making with people and, and the, the amazing people that we're attracting into our life. It's, it, it really gives me great satisfaction and it fills me up, you know, and I think, I'm a very different person to what I was when I was swimming. I was very head focused and uh, determined, and then whereas now a lot more heart focused and and compassionate. Um, with your workshops, Julie, what um who, what type of people can attend, or who's it marketed to specifically, or how does it work? I do a couple of different things. So I do vision board workshops for people to help you know just help them start thinking about what they'd like to achieve. Um, and that can be that's a very simple process and and can be just be the start of that path for them and then I'm running health workshops so uh, mind body spirit and getting them at their emotional health their physical health and their mindset so making sure that they yes they've got a goal in mind or is their you know their the voice that they're talking to them all the time get that in check helping them with any physical issues that they've got and then also addressing the emotional that obviously, as we know, can manifest into physical experiences. And you're absolutely right there and that's, it's really interesting that we've attracted each other because that's also something that I teach in my workshops too. <laughs> <laughs> the alignment of mind, body, soul, the alignment of mind, body, spirit and any... You know, and they're all related and it's really important that we have the intention of bringing all these three into alignment. Um, and then if, you know, unfortunately, you know, life happens and we're all human, when they're not in alignment, things will start to manifest and your body, mind or spirit will start giving you signs of that, of that out of, you know, that, that it's out of balance. Imbalance. Balance, sorry, yes, thank you, perfect word. <laughs> And that imbalance will start showing itself and manifesting itself, and and then you got to see the cues and you got to see the signs, and then and, and really read between the lines, and then and then do the work to bring it back into alignment. So I'll tell you a funny story, and uh, you know, and and I'll just set the scene. So you know, for the last, I'm 47 years old. Uh, last year, 
you know, something came into our life where we could help um, heal a lot of people. I was fairly still new on my spiritual journey and we were meeting a lot of um, clairvoyants and mediums. And we connected with the clairvoyant and she said to me, you might like to come and do my workshop. And I said, uh, well, um, that's more my partner's thing. He's an, he does energy healing and Reiki and, um, you know, that's he could go. And she said, no, you might like to come. And I beat myself up about um, the fact that it was a weekend that I had my son and that I wasn't going to see him and you know, all in my head, right? So I, it, we went and... I was totally out of my comfort zone and I had never meditated before this. I um, rocked up and there was this lady there that when I got out of the car, I, look, I had one look at her and there was a massive judgment and I went, what am I doing here? I don't belong here. How am I going to get through six days of a spiritual retreat with them, without them knowing that I'm a fraud, that I have no idea what they're talking about? The first day we had to draw the outline of our hand and we had to colour it in and everyone was these big colours and big lines and, and I'm looking at them going, what is going on for them? And then I was like, I'm just going to draw little rainbows in between my fingers because I have no idea what I'm doing. And then we drew a tarot card and I drew control and I went, and they all laughed at me. Right, so then I'm already out of my comfort zone. I've got these people laughing at me because I drew control, and they're looking at my drawing, going, "That's massive control." We and and so I had a headache, and I was, I had a headache all afternoon, and then I just ate dinner and went to bed. The next day, we got up and we were doing feeling somebody's energy field, and it was the first time that I was, and I, you know, was still stuck in my head. I was like, "Okay, yep, I could think I can feel it, but it's just you imagining it." Then the clairvoyant came up and she said, how are we going? And I said, good. I said, I don't know what's happening over here. And I opened my eyes and I pointed to um, a, a direction, different direction to where the lady was feeling my energy. And there was one of my friends standing there and she was about a metre away and she was just going back and forth with her hands, pushing her energy onto me and I could feel it. And I went, wow, I can feel this. And I said, maybe I can do this. That week was the most amazing week I've ever had. I didn't want to leave. I meditated for the first time. I met my guides. I, I had a, looked at my a past life. I experienced things that I never thought possible. And now I can get my tarot cards and I will, you know, shuffle them. And if I've got a question, I'll say, what am I supposed to do with this scenario? You know, where do you see that, that uh, am I going in the right direction? And a card will fly out every time. And whatever card flies out, it is spot on. And I just, and I just, I love it. And I thank them. And it's just affirming to me that I am on the right path. And I just, you know, I still have some self-doubt. I still have that belief that, you know, sometimes we still always doubt our beliefs and think, um, am I doing the right thing? Am I supposed to be in this direction? And then when something like that happens, you go, yes, okay, let's go, keep going. And, and you know, and I really love it. And that's why I want to open up more and, and understand and learn more. And, and so envious of people that 
like yourself have that gift that um, I would love to be able to, you know, uh, learn and, and uh, develop. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you definitely will when you when you come to my next workshop. It'll be beautiful to have you. And when, That'd be fantastic. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, because as we know, every every single one of us is born with something different and we develop different skills and you know yours is obviously being an athlete and I can barely swim five meters and (laughs) (laughs) um but obviously you know where the gods give gods take so I got other stuff and um, (laughs) as you know like uh anything that we develop doesn't come without its challenges too you know and um you know, it's, you, you spend the time um, figuring out what is this, how do I develop this, how do I understand it, how do I manage it, and then um, you know, and then how do I use this to help others. So we all go through that journey, don't we? It's just a different tool and modality every time. Absolutely. And, yeah, and it doesn't matter what you're doing. As you said, you know, we all have come up against challenges and, and there's the reason for that. It's like, are you going to push through that challenge and 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 embrace it, or is it? Are you going to stop and go and say, oh, I can't do it? And I just sort of now I just think, you know what? It's put there for a reason. I'm going to jump over this and and get through the next side because what's through the next side is is exciting and it's stretching myself and you know. And so that's where I, I look forward to the challenges now because I know that on the other side is, is growth and it's uh, just being a better person. It's so beautiful to know that you, you're um, doing these workshops of Law of Attraction and um, vision boards. It's such a healthy and beautiful way to be able to share and inspire and, and it's mindset training as well. Um, it's giving people a different perspective um, on how to operate and how to bring the awesome things that people want into their lives yeah it's and and I think once they first experience something where they've set that dream or that goal and they've achieved it it gives I think then that's validation that it's like oh this does work you know and because so many people have their goals up in their head it's not written down on paper and it's just never going to be achieved that way you know, you've got to get it out. You've got to be able to see it. You've got to speak about it. You've got to talk about it. And and that's when the magic happens, you know. And 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 when we set intentions, you know, my partner and I, we sit there and we set intentions and, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's scary and it's like, oh, wow, like can we do it? And then when we achieve it, it's, it's like, yeah, that was pretty cool. You know, what's our next one? Let's do our next. And, and it's exciting. And I think that's what life's about is just making it fun and making, you know, trying not to be too serious and trying not to think about stuff. Get out of your head and, and don't sweat the small stuff. That's, a, you know, everyone's heard that, but, you know, too many do. Yeah. And it's just a, just having fun with it and, and enjoying it. Everything that you said there, I completely resonate with and I completely agree. You know, the, the, the concept or term of being enlightened is to lighten up, you know, just lighten up. Things too seriously. Yes, we're human. We're always going to, you know, get a little bit down and, and some are downer than others and some days are darker than others. But it's a matter of just shifting that energy and going, you know what, um, this too shall pass. And, and, and we set every day, we, we have an intention of who can we make a difference to, um, how can we make someone feel better, 
and make them smile. Yeah. You know, and if we all did that on a daily basis with one or two people, you know, we can change the world. You know, we can change the mindsets of everybody. We can change the mood. And if we can get everyone to stop watching the news and start getting them to say, you know, something that inspires them, you know, imagine what we could do. I can't, I can't res enough, uh, resonate with you enough, Julie. <laughs> you mentioned about watching the news, you know, everything is vibration and mm -hmm. everything, you know, has, has its own level of vibration. We are what we eat, we know that, but we are also what we watch and listen to. And we are who we hang around, we are what we do, we are what we absorb, and we are everything that we choose to expose ourselves to and come into contact with. And it's a very powerful thing that you've said there. I personally haven't watched TV since I was 14. Wow. Or now. Um, if I, I, you know, if, it, if it's there and I'm at someone's house, then I can't really avoid it, but I'm not absorbing what's happening. I'm especially doing my work, I'm very sensitive very careful about um, what I'm absorbing because it'll come flooding in. <laughs> and so a lot of it we need to be very conscious and very mindful. You know, yes, it's a news, but is it positive? Is it positive vibration? Because we co-create that reality globally together. You know, if you get enough people coming together in a group that are all on the same vibration, absorbing the same stuff, thinking the same stuff, saying the same stuff, that magnitudes and multiplies and starts creating a reality for everyone that is plugged into that source. And that happens on a small scale, but it's also, you know, it has a massive effect on a big scale, which is on humanity as well. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally believe it. And, and, and particularly after, I guess after doing the retreat last year, it, it really did open me up to know, understanding that we all can make a difference and... And, and I used to say to people that used to get, there was one person in my life that used to get very frustrated in traffic and frustrated with watching news or stuff. And, and I say, can you change it? And he, no. I said, then why stress about it? Now just put your music on, listen to the tunes in the car. You're going to get there when you get there. Life's still going to continue. And, and, you, and you know, you're going to be a lot happier when you get there, you know, and it's, I think, and then after you know going to the retreat, just I realized that you know our the energy that we can create by being all that similar minded and and that similar focused can impact people on the other side of the world. I've experienced that, and you know it's certainly I think that's what's made me excited about what we can all do on a, on a global scale. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, Julie, other than your workshops at the moment, is there anything else um, that you're involved in that you'd like to share with our listeners? Because you're in Queensland, correct? Yes. With your workshops, where do, they, where are you, do you normally hold them? Do you hold them uh, Brisbane, Gold Coast? Or do you do them so at this stage, I'm holding them in Brisbane. And I guess because that's, you know, sort of local for me and I've, I've got a, a, a lovely uh, minister at the local church who's offered to give me, you know, their space for a really good price. So I thought, well, I'll support the church and I'll, um, you know, put them on there. Um, I'd love to expand them. Um, would love to do a road trip up the east coast of Queensland. That'd be terrific um, at this stage. And, and then uh, so probably next year might look at doing something like that and expanding them. 
and and I also have a passion for helping women that have gone through domestic violence to help them with their mindset and help them with their goals and and you know I initially I thought I'd like to run workshops for them but I think I see myself that I can tap into other people's workshops for that who are specialists in that area and then offer them the fact that I've experienced that myself and that how I got my mindset turned around and but for me my main passion is that working with a new technology and which is empowering people's body to heal itself and so giving people the ability to be able to take the healing into their own hands and um, and helping them and their animals you know I've got my little mate Rocky sitting here beside me and you know helping them to you know look after themselves and 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 be happier healthier and pain-free Thank you so much, Julie, for sharing that. Uh, I'm keeping my eyes peeled and I will be, ha like, hounding you as well to keep, keep on top of when you're doing these workshops and, and you know, if the Healing Networks community can tap into that or help in some way to help promote you and the awesome work that you're doing, we'd absolutely love to. Oh, thank you so much. It's been such an honour to be part of this podcast and, and to have met you and, you're so, I can just, you're beautiful on the outside, but you know, what draws me is that your beauty on the inside and, and what you're trying to make a difference to. So thank you for doing that and, and thank you for including me. Oh, you're welcome. I thank you for that compliment. I'm very um, blessed to have you say that. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll definitely keep in touch and we'll talk soon.